right, guys, welcome back to the Orange Couch Podcast. I'm your resident nerd, Colin. And I'm your resident dweeb, Sam. Gobble, gobble. Oh, no. <laughs> your <laughs> resident dork, Will. And guys, as evidenced by the um, the few remnants of candy corn that Colin have sitting between us. They're a coming. bunch of lying hypocrites. I don't really like candy corn, but I'm going to eat every single piece of it. I didn't say I didn't like it. I just said it's not the best no, candy. So, no, okay, time out, time out. Y'all know there's foods out there in the world where, like, you just don't like them, and they're not that good, but for some reason you just keep eating also, them. Also, I would like to give a special I was announcement. Just saying, we're moving from the Halloween into Thanksgiving season. Well, Sam has a special the last remnants of spookiness are leaving I, the house. Shh, shh, shh. I just let you rap for three minutes. I can speak. I have a special announcement Do specifically it. for Bridget Edison. No. I am drinking a nice ice cold Pepsi right now, and That's it is horrifying. Divine. You guys, nobody tell Bridget about this shout out. We're going to see if she actually listens to the podcast. Yeah, please don't I tell suspect her. She this does is your not. test, Bridge. Speaking of, do y'all, get, do y'all ever get annoyed when somebody close to you tells you that they don't listen to our podcast? <laughs> I, you know, I pretend I like have it. it. I have I pretend, not, and I thought I would. I pretend like it doesn't hurt my feelings, but it does hurt my feelings a little bit. Here's what I'll say. Good thing they won't hear this. If somebody, <laughs> that's true. If somebody, we're looking at you, Savannah Davis. Whoa. Jade equal throne. No. If somebody like close to me doesn't come see one of my plays that I've written, that bothers me. But the podcast doesn't bother me, and I think it's because we're the fools. podcast. Are you no. not proud of it? No, I am proud of it. Well, I'm not. I don't know if I'd say proud of it. I enjoy doing it. It's a lot of fun. What? <laughs> what? I'm just saying this is not like this to me is just fun. No oh, man, and I just like this is hard I like grind every day, hundred percent. Don't I give like up. that people <laughs> respond to it. But I will also say, I'm going to segue into this topic, whether y'all like it or not. Okay. I feel like the podcast. I have like some weird feelings about it because I feel like I'm more myself on the podcast than I am with a lot of people because I have so many like insecurities from the past or whatever that like some groups of people I still feel like I kind of revert to my middle school a little bit like quieter self or like the people at Cotton Hall, I have my like Cotton Hall persona. So it makes me nervous that I am like exposing myself here by being pretty, pretty much who I am. In other words, Will has multiple personality disorder. I'm fake. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just, I, I guess we need to be more a little sensitive. That was a little insensitive. Yeah, rude. Sorry. No, I'm just saying I am. I get more... Um, you feel like when people listen to the podcast, they learn more about you than they normally would just in everyday life. Yeah, unless I don't they're know really about Everyday them. life. Did you say everyday life? Yeah. Coldplay album. Shut November up. November 22nd, everybody. <laughs> Y'all. I don't feel... I mean... I put a dollar down on anybody who wants to um, take out Chris Martin so we don't have to deal with this That'd excitement be a travesty, Will. I know. That was harsh. How Maybe we should cut you. that out. We're I don't actually have a dollar. any of this out. Bye. I don't have a dollar to you put towards that anyway. That, I don't want to be associated with somebody that wants Chris Martin dead. Yeah. I don't actually want him dead. But anyway. I just I want your enthusiasm to deflate by 1%. You were the one that told me I'm you happy should. you're getting a new you Coldplay album. Yeah, I am happy that you're getting a new Coldplay album. We're so. just ready for the concert, to be honest. Oh, yeah, guys. We're going to the Coldplay concert. Oh, my it God. Hasn't been we're announced going to yet. a Coldplay concert. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's invited and can ride with Sam. <laughs> Here's the thing. They um this album is probably not gonna have a tour, but there supposedly there's a new album coming out next year that will have a tour. Well, wouldn't they have a tour? Huh? Well, wouldn't it'll they have a tour? Be, it'll probably be a joint. Like the tour will probably there, be both albums. 
Well, yeah, but also, be, all their tours are always all of their albums. You're just trying like, to avoid this. Do either of y'all feel that way about the podcast, or does it not bother you? Colin, um, you're such an extrovert. Extrovert. An extrovert. <laughs> no, um, it is kind of weird when I meet somebody new who has listened to the podcast that I don't know, and they're like, I feel like I know you already. Mm-hmm. And I'm the like, leg up. golly. And then, <clears throat> hang on one second. <laughs> do, 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 Colin do, lost do, that one. Do, do. Okay. So here's what I feel. So we're going to we're going to get real honest right now. After we record this podcast and um we're going to go eat. As soon as I as soon as I go home, editing takes place within 2 or 3 days of when we record. And I promise y'all almost I would say 95% of the time I don't listen to the podcast after I've edited it. Yeah. So when people come up to me and they talk about like their favorite part, my favorite part of the podcast was when blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about because I completely forget what we've talked about in those episodes. And I, but I'm very appreciative that people do listen. And I love hearing people talk about the podcast because like when we first started this, I had no idea that anybody was even going to listen. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be one of those couple things to get like ten listens and then never everybody forgets. Right, about and it. then we just let it fizzle. But it's actually picked up. I'm so what about you? Me? Does it make you feel weird? Um, How does it make you feel at school? That's what I want to know. Yeah, do people listen of, at school? Do you think not a lot of my school friends. Okay, but wait, do you really think that none of the people at school listen to it, or do you think well, they just don't talk about well, you know, it? No, I'm just some of the people who will talk to me about uh, it. If you would let me speak, me. I'll answer your question. I want finished with my question. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Y'all, what you just heard was I perfectly threw a Sharpie. And it, you know that little bone on your wrist that really just oh, sticks out dangerously? Oh, that one little bone. I perfectly you hit, hit the it. Bone. You hit right here. Okay, the fleshy part right uh, above yeah, the bone. Yeah, he's trying to act like he's got good aim. He don't. Anyway, right. so right, my, right, to right, answer kids. your question, Will. Answer um, the question. So I, if, if people at my school listen to my podcast, then they don't tell me because I must be just such a high up celebrity figure that nobody can really everybody's scared to talk to me because mm, they're, cause they're yes, like that seems correct like if as soon as I even if I look at someone in the hallway they're like oh, Sam Askew the legendary Sam Askew looked at me no but the ones the friends that I do have that do listen to it and the people I know that do listen to it they oh, it's almost like my podcast persona and my school persona are pretty similar interesting I feel like you sounded really genuine. close to sounding like you had uh, high self esteem just now <laughs> That's a knee slapper. How about this airline food, huh? <laughs> Y'all, I also need to point out to you guys, we've, we've got something going on in the living room that we don't normally have. We um, we watched a, a, an educational video <laughs> on mammograms. breast cancer screenings uh, recently. And because of that, we have Colin's computer uh screen mirroring with the TV so we can see our vocal tracks as we're speaking. So anytime one of us gets louder, starts yelling, you can Dude, see you, a hey, spike. Guess, so guess it's what, listeners? Now every time Will goes in the mic, he's going to be able to see it. Yeah, but I still hey, won't be able to fix it. Hey, you it. ever tried to draw it's a picture okay. like like this? Like, uh, no, I did okay, not want to try that right now. We're going to try that? I'm going to try it. Let me try it. Wait, wait. Should, give me something. I'm going to no, draw Colin, a Colin, you be the eyeballs. I'll be the nose. And you be a mouth. Okay. Ready? So I've got to be an eye. you got to be an eyeball. Uh. Uh. Oh, I, wait. you got to do it you again. I completely mouth. forgot. you got to start loud get quiet. I know, I know how again. to do it. I just forgot. I, we got to make our eyes and mouth wider. Okay. Ready? 
Still be there. Well, this could be our instant pick, guys. So you better draw a smiley us. face. Dang, dude, that was so cool. We actually accomplished something. We did something with our lives, boys. <laughs> well, we did something with the night. Um, the night is young. Well, since we're talking about self-esteem, guys, let's go into this topic before we wrap up with our hefty, heavy hitter about office supplies. Uh, oh let's talk a little bit. I've been thinking a lot about. Uh, like male body image because I feel like lately you always hear a lot about it sounds like I'm trying to be a professor or something here you always hear um, people talking about how well, like welcome the back media my, body in my image. study um, with my colleagues uh, we talked a lot about male body image now students what does male body image take mean off to your shirts you? whoa huh Okay, man, no, that felt a little. I thought you were commanding us. I to did take too. Our I, was I was like, like uh, take your shirts off. I didn't prepare for no. this. Um, no, here's what I'm just saying. I'm saying people talk about like, obviously, women have immense pressure put on them by the media and 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 different forms of entertainment to live up to a certain ideal. But I feel like people are like, oh, men do too, and they talk about magazines and TV and movies doing that more so than they used to. But I kind of think that's. That's a false little bit of information because, like, everybody wanted to look like James Dean. Everybody wanted to look like Marlon Brando. There are all these older movie stars that had the same sort of thing. You know what I'm saying? It was a different look. It wasn't necessarily like you got to have six-pack abs. But I feel like that yeah. was a, that still existed. I think social media and people being able to present themselves in in a certain way, especially like people. Like, everybody knows that one uh, classmate of theirs that got the app where they could make themselves look like they had abs without really having abs. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about. If you listen, you know who you are. But does that get to you guys? Because, like, here's the thing. I don't like – I will say I was as – as a kid, I was definitely shopping in the Husky section at Goodies, right? But I, I've, I've trimmed up a little bit, and I don't have a great self-body image, right? Like, I got some I got some breastuses. I got a major belly, all right? But I don't feel nearly as self-conscious as I used to. Do you think that's age? I think it, yeah, I think it's age. Because I think, <clears throat> like, growing up, um, like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big guy, but I carry like a big teddy bear. I carry my weight well, and it's very it's it's kind of evenly distributed. So I don't you know necessarily look as your quote unquote fat guy. Um, You're just comfy. Well, yeah, but um, I've I guess in high school, I I mean I never really dealt with anybody just being like. You're fat and like just having to deal with that, but I think but I was, were I was you more then. Were you big then? No, definitely not. Um, I mean, I was bigger I mean, I than think everybody you're big else. Now. But in um, I think in middle school was when it was rough for me because I was a very small child. Yeah. Like I was a really small kid up until middle school, and then I started gaining a lot of weight because I was still short. When third grade. That's when I. It that's when the. Third, it that's when the fourth, blueberry pine spaghetti really got to me. Fourth grade, fourth, fifth, yeah. sixth, seventh, eighth, and then high school was when I grew. Right. Yeah. So I think a lot of that comes from that, but I think most of my like any if if anything, with self image now, I think a lot of my self image comes from, like, am I good enough to find like a girlfriend? Yeah. You know, like am. Like how do how do girls look at me? And yeah. I think that's where a lot of that comes from. But 
even then, like, some days I just get up and I'm like, because in my mind, like, if I wanted to look any better than I do, then I, I, I'm the one that has to fix it, right? Right. Like, I'm the one that's going to have to go out and do the work to look better, you know? Um, and I have lost weight since college, but, like, I think it's just I know that the ball's in my court. But I don't think you have to. You need to wake up every day and look at yourself and be like, "Uh, I hate this," because um, I mean, th- there's days where sure I feel like that. But I mean, if you're the one that gets to decide how you feel about yourself every day, um, so there. I mean, there's days where I look, get up, and just look in the mirror and be like, "I can, I can work with this." Well, that's my thing. Is what like, I got. What do this. you think makes it different? The days that you look in the mirror and you're like, "Oh snap, okay, I'm looking all right today," or like, you know, sometimes I look in the mirror and be like. I'm cute. Like, I'm looking good. And then some days I'm like, what? What happened? I don't know. I think it's, I mean, especially for me, too, like now getting into a point where, like, my hair is thinning out, too. It's kind of like. I have something to say about this. It's a lot of this body image stuff coming to me because, I mean, I'm still 24, so I'm relatively young to be losing my hair. But, I mean, my dad lost his hair when he was, you know, in his early 20s, you know, having kids and getting married and stuff. Um, But I, I think it's all about. You have to realize that, like, the people who are going to like you are going to be the people that like you regardless of if you look the way you do now or regardless of the way you do. I, like, I, I don't just hang out with people because I like the way they look. Um, and sure, that might go into, like, finding a significant other. You might, you know, initially look at looks. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the, the majority of it is going to be how they are. You know, I, I don't think anybody really stays together unless they're just idiots it, just for looks. Okay. So here's my thing. Here's my two bits on the the thinning hair, and you guys know I'm I got I got some feelings about this. <laughs> I have made I have joked since I was in the like playing rec ball in Blakely. I remember the day vividly about the day that I would go bald. I was in probably about fourth grade. I can make jokes about the fact that I'm losing my hair, but don't you dare. Or I will I will roast you in my head. I might not say it out loud, but you will be done forever. You know what I'm saying? Right. And the Hardy one time, one time I was in the Hardys in Colquitt, and they have a camera oh that like no. faces it faces the uh, like the counter. The counter. And I was standing there, and I looked at the TV screen, and I was like, "Dang, that's the back of my head, and it's really thinning out back there." Listen, I was like, "I'm getting old." <laughs> we got security cameras put in at work, and there's one right above the copying machine, oh, gosh. and the monitor <laughs> of the cameras is right beside the copying machine too. And I was making a copy one day, and I looked over because I saw the movement beside me. I was like, is that a glare? (laughs) Or is that just, like, I was like, is this, is that, is that what it looks like? (laughs) And it was, it really messes with my head every time I make a copy. Right. All right, Samuel, what you thinking over there? I don't want to talk about self-esteem. Why? Self-esteem? Whatever. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Why is Colin... Therapist Colin, I have such, I don't have much of it. Uh, there's not much. What do you not like about your body? No, there's not much I do like about my body. <laughs> what about your luscious hair? You got some thick hair. Here's what I will say <laughs> is when I was in high school and in my, uh, whatever you would call that, that phase, I would have like murdered somebody to have like Sam's build. Yeah, but. You think that might come from like a since me and you are on the opposite side of the spectrum? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that it seems that like there's no. Yeah, we tearing this candy corn. I, I need you to eat the rest of it because it's making my mouth like 
pucker because I've eaten so much of it. I've only eaten like four pieces, but candy corn is, oh, I just said a bad word. Um, but I just think what that points out is that like, I don't think anybody is really happy with their body, especially when it's already I'm telling you, nobody's so happy with their body. Like a bodybuilder, like nobody's happy with their body. Because there's always somebody that you think looks better than you. You well, can't try to live up to... Here's to my situation. I don't see what other people see no, but when nobody they see does. me. I don't know. I think I am like the dirt on the bottom of your shoe. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Like I don't think I don't think I'm attractive at all. Like whenever... And y'all talking about how when you look in the mirror and you have those days where you're like, oh, I look cute today. Whenever I think that, it's usually about my clothes that I'm wearing. It's not. It's never about me. If that makes sense. I think it does. You want me to give you a, f- a fun fact? Um, there's this thing about the theory of like multiple use, and uh, so I'll try to paint this. I picture. thought this was gonna be fun. It is fun. <laughs> the theory of multiple use. It right, sounds like right. it's gonna send me into an existential crisis. It might. Okay, so the way that you, as Samuel Jeremiah, Jeremiah, sees himself, is not the way that I see you. Or perceive you as a person. And the way that I perceive Sam is not the same that Sam perceives himself. And it's also different from how Will perceives Sam. And vice versa. We all perceive each other completely different. So in theory, everybody that you've ever encountered in your life has a different version of you in their head. And the you that you are trying to constantly be or that you think people see could be completely different from what they see. Well, that doesn't help me at all. Uh, no, it definitely doesn't. It's just a fun theory. That brings me to a quick tangent. Today I was thinking about fiction versus nonfiction because somebody told me they only read nonfiction, oh, to boy. which my immediate thought was there's no such thing as nonfiction because nobody experiences an event in the same way and a memory changes the second it's a memory. You're sure. constantly, when, if you told a story and you told it a hundred times in a row, not one time would be the exact same, even if you got it word for word perfect. Right. It would mean something different just because it would change on its own. Mm-hmm. So that freaks me out. But back to Sam, I think that like nobody has that sort of a, awareness of themselves where they can see what other people see. But I think that at some point you realize this is, that's who you are. And you got to figure out a way to love that. Yeah, I haven't gotten to that point, though. It's my point. I think growing kind of helps. Uh, doing things you love. Winning second in state for one, one act. Play. What? Winning stuff. That'll help. Um, yeah, I think just growing up. I mean, just give it time, man. Like, you'll... I mean, it's stupid high school stuff. I think everybody thinks the way you do. I think you're just more vocal about it. I agree. I think Because I true. think I, I, I definitely have horrible days where I'm like, I don't see why anybody likes me. I'm such an ugly person. Like, this is stupid, you know. But um, I think we learn to kind of get past that because I think, like, we're our worst critics. Um, and that's just not, like, an everyday thing that just commonly occurs. And when I say that there are the good days when you think you're looking good, there's also, like, when I say there are days when I look at the mirror, I'm like, oh, it's not that. I just think I look bad. It's like, that is grotesque. What has what has happened? <laughs> what is this? And, like, y'all have to understand, I have a, 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 the house that I moved into had a giant mirror above the sink. And so when I'm telling you, like, I get a full 
Like, it is like a full out, like, what is happening? <laughs> because it is huge. Right. You want to hear something cool I learned today? What's that? So, um, if <laughs> it's kind of hard to explain it without the video, but I do want to go into it because I think it really helps. It'll help with people. So, um, in life, so basically this, this guy, he, he does comedy, right? Um, and uh, during his comedy sets, he stops and he talks with the audience, right? Um, so one day he was talking to this guy, and the guy explained to him that he was a music teacher at a high school. And he was like, okay, hit me with a few bars of Amazing Grace. So the guy started singing, like, you know, like a, a deep voice, like, oh, me. And just went through, like, a little bar of it, right? So then he said, all right, all right. And then he said, all right, now I want you to sing it. Like your uncle just got out of prison, you got shot in the back when you were twelve, and he's coming home, and I just want I just want the soul version of it. And I mean this dude bust out and just tears Amazing Grace up. The whole crowd is going wild. It's one of the craziest things I've ever watched. But what the comedian was talking about was how we find our our purpose in life and like what our intentions are. And he said, so this guy, you, you have to find your why in life um, because everybody knows what their what is, you know. Like um, he knew what he, when he asked him to sing Amazing Grace, he knew what he was going to do, so he did it. But when he gave him the other extra instruction, he knew why he was doing it, and he, he was able to do it at a higher potential, and it made so, so much more of an impact when he knew what his why was. So basically the, the point of it is like when you're going through life, try to know what your why is at all times because if you know what your why is, then your what's become more impactful to people. I like that. Right. I just tried to apply that to, to, to like all the things I'm writing right now. It's like why am I, why am I wanting to do this? Right. Uh, I, think, I think it makes sense. I think when you know what, why you're doing something, it becomes more impactful of what you're actually doing. Speaking of impactful now we're gonna talk about something that gets us every day every day of your work or school life and we're gonna talk now about pens ink pens for those of you from the south you might better know them as pens i'd also like to point out before we get into this topic that ever since i was a little kid i've been strangely obsessed with office supplies and things like that in general so me too. I really like yeah, them. School I supplies? I don't call them office supplies. I call them school supplies still. Well, no. I, I mean, love it. No, there's a difference between... I still I, buy a difference school between supplies. School supplies and office supplies for me. I also will say that I just got the opportunity to order all the office supplies for Market on the Square, and we decided they all needed to be within a color scheme, and I had a lot of fun doing that. Y'all, I'm going to tell you, I'm probably the world's worst at buying a pack of pens. And then just completely losing the entire thing within a week. Same. I'm pretty good at keeping up with a pen. And y'all, I've gotten to where I keep them in the box. I think. So okay, y'all know like on Harry Potter when like the wand picks the wizard. I think yeah. it's kind of like that with ink pens. When you go to like Walmart or Office Depot, you look at this big aisle of pens and you're like, golly, like what am I gonna do? And nobody's there to guide you, but something just this magical presence leads you to the right pen. And I feel like for years and years, I never found that right pen. I haven't found mine yet. Um, and so the other day, we were in, uh, I think it was the Walmart in Bainbridge. And I was by myself at the time. And I was looking at all these pens, and I was like, golly, what am I going to do? So I picked up, and these are, um, 
they're they're pilot. They're not the G7s because for the longest time I thought that the Pilot G7 was the unbeatable ink pen. They're just they're so good, right? So there's another Pilot pen and it's called a V7. I know what you're talking about. Okay, it's called a V7. My mom's used these to grade papers for her entire teaching career. But I picked up a pack of V7s, black like you pull the cap off V7s. You put them in I put them in my basket. And then I felt this just urge to pick up this other pack of pens. And it was a Pilot V7 retractable. And it had like, it was like a click pen. Right. And it was the same pen, but it was clickable. And I never knew they made those. So it was kind of like when, when I pulled it off the shelf, this gust of air came up under me and my hair kind of flew up. And it was like, oh, and it was like I had picked up my wand from Ollivander's and I had found my pen. And since then, I have not lost a single pen of this type since I've bought them. Well, let me tell you something. So I think when you, well, here's my thing. When I, th- I think when the wand chooses the wizard or the pen chooses the writer in this instance, you do not lose your pens once you find your right pen. Well, uh, fortunately, unfortunately, I've not found my my pen yet. One but day, I do have this weird, Sam. weird, weird, weird thing that, like, whenever I watch a movie, I see it. Like, for example, like I was, I don't know, I forgot. I watched. I was watching. I don't know. I think it was Saving Mr. Banks, and the great the, movie. The pens they were using to mark on the script in the in the in the movie. I was like, I got to get me some of that. Were they fountain pens? They were like. No, they weren't fountain pens, but I do want a fountain pen really bad. I do bad. want a fountain pen really bad. So bad. I've but got one. They were where? Uh, I think it's still at my mom's house. They were like <laughs> it's the, green. They were like those vintage metal click pens. Sometimes they're it's like, really nice to get like a good like heavy metal pen. They're like yeah. red. Right. They're yeah, like yeah, red yeah, yeah, and then they're yeah. silver on the top or something like that. Right. I was like, I have got to find me one of those because I was like, I love them. And I'll I, tell you, man. So let me tell you. Let me tell you where I. Let go me tell you, my, I'm not done yet. Go for it. I Googled, I was like, vintage pen in Saving Mr. Banks. <laughs> and I found, I didn't find it, but I found a forum on the internet of office supplies in movies. Really? Oh, and I was that's like, crazy. oh my that God. That is crazy. It's like they take like... Yeah, it's like they take a screenshot Google of a hunting, movie. They, they take a screenshot of a movie the and they're supplies. like, find me this pen. And people find it. And I'm like, oh, my God, where has this been my whole life? Y'all, the Internet can be a horrible place, but it can also be one of the nicest places. Right. Like, this is such a specific thing that I've always thought I was the only one that ever did. And there's somebody, like, combing the Internet to find your ink pen that you want, you know? Right. Oh, it made me so happy. But anyway, so right now the pens that I'm using, um, I've got, I don't really like gel pens very much. I don't like the way they feel. I don't like the way they write. But the pens that I'm using right now are your standard Bic round stick pen. What round ball stick? What is it called? I thought so, gel. Okay, Wait, no, it's done. a it's a Bic round Roller. stick. Okay. He likes the ones that have the little grip on them. I prefer the ones that are dark gray and that are just smooth. Yeah. Now I will say this: it is the most basic pen. Sometimes you get a dud, but I like that it just is a plain old pen, and the ink doesn't come out fast. I'm into that. Well, like here's the thing: the reason I like it is definitely not my favorite pen that I've ever used. But the reason very I utilitarian. Like, the very I like the reason I like them is because uh, whenever I write, I naturally like press down hard. Yeah. And mm-hmm. whenever you when and and those pens look really good when you press down hard. 
And I man, you try to you try to you try to press down real hard on the pins I'm using. They literally like it looks like a, a sewing needle coming out the end of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like one it's of those? that precision. Those, yeah, those That's the kind good. of pen I use. It's the same kind of pen. Betty is a Betty's a I user of that. My dad, my dad's a user tip pens, of those, man. Yeah. Now there's just something about the way they write. They make a scratching noise, kind of like a fountain well, yeah, pen. Yeah, I like and it. Like, just, and see, man. I found one. I don't even remember what it was called, but it was it was a cap pen, but it was like a um. It was it was the same kind as a fine tip pin, but it wasn't a fine right, tip pin. Right, right, right. It wasn't and like it, a needle point. Yeah, it wasn't a needle point though. It was like a anyway. It was, it so was probably was, fine tip, but not like a needle point. Yeah. So I was writing it. I was I, I picked it up and I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna like this," because it was like it wasn't a ball. It was it wasn't right. a ball point. So I was and I I wrote in my notebook in it and I was like, "I love this because it was like I need more of this in my Because like mind. the reason I don't like those types of pins is because like whenever oh, yeah. you whenever Wills, you write that in was them, a good one too. They um. They leak. They'll they like leak out. They yeah, leak they, more. They spill more. Yeah, yeah. So when that's you, why when you press the ball down, more yeah. heat comes out. Right. So like, and I, but this one didn't really do that very much. So I was like, man, yeah. I'm telling you, dude. it was like smooth, thin, fine lines. I was like, yes. And I and I love. I started writing in cursive with it. I was like, oh man, this is this is golden right here. Oh, just a little sidebar. When y'all find y'all like writing. Maybe not like in an office because I write a lot in an office. And when I'm writing like in the office for things, I write in print. But like do y'all find like when you're writing creatively for like a song or like a play or something, when you write, you write half in cursive and half in print? Like um, there might be some letters in there that are print and there might be letters that are cursive. I think my handwriting is kind of weird. Some some of my letters always have a little bit of a cursive slant to them. Yeah. But I will say that the thing that I do that's weird, especially if I'm doing something creative or going really fast, is like I'll be writing and some of my vowels, and it's only, well, no, I guess it's my consonants too. My letters, I don't control the case of the letters very much. So, right. like, within the same word, an A might be capitalized and lo- lowercase, right. even if they should both be lowercase. Well, like, here's the thing. Like, whenever I write, I, like, I'll start, like... Hallucinating? I, I write really, really big when I'm writing, like, creatively really fast. Yeah, and, it really, yeah, and then yeah. I'll skip, like, three lines to go to the next line. Like, I don't even realize what I'm doing. It's like, a, it's like something comes over me, and I'm just... Well, have you, sometimes I'll, like, know? join words together. Like if I'm saying with the, I'll put W I T H E. I'll tell you, yeah. Or, if, I, like or with if there's the, like music and playing or somebody's talking, I will. If I your shorthand I'll start, stuff, well, no, I'll start writing the words they're saying. Oh, I've done that before. Well, I'm I'll thinking. tell you what. Uh, sometimes what I figured out that I do is like, you said you'll you'll bring words together, but what I do, what I find myself doing is I'll separate words. Like I remember I was writing, I wrote the word nevertheless, and I wrote never the. Less like three different. <laughs> yeah. Then also like with even little words like the becomes to he. <laughs> I will say this, guys. I just text my coworker um, to ask what kind of pens it is that we keep in the office because she has this certain type of pen that she likes to hoard. She doesn't like them to leave the office because then the cast might pick them up I and use them. them. And if anybody the sees them, they're juicy and 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 they get taken. And so I text her. I said, "What is the, What are those? What, what are the name of those pens that you like?" And she said, mine, which is not actually the name of the pen. The pen is called a precision oh, That's a pen, nice dark blue. And it's by INC. Now, they make them in blue. I we like the black pens. ones. They're very juicy. They Sam, do, Sam doesn't like them because they leak out a lot. I don't like juicy pens. Yeah. Well, here's what I'll say. I don't particularly like juicy pens in certain situations because I find that I smear things a lot. But when I'm writing notes, I... Um, do you have a cramp? Is I that what's happening? Cramp. I was like, I don't, I was like, I don't think what uh, I just said was that controversial. So we're calling, screaming in pain. Let me oh. tell you, um, 
You know, do you guys like those felt tip pens? They're almost like little markers. I like think the one you hold in your hand. I think that's what I'm about to talk about. Oh, right those now. are good. I don't dude. have a lot of opinions about pens, guys. I can pretty much deal with any pen. Are those the pen? Now, point? what I will say, those like pinpoint felt tips. Paper mate, boy, paper mate. I don't like it when we have a lot of mismatched pens at Cotton Hall. So if I find something I don't like, I'll just throw them away if I don't like the look of them. But that is this, ridiculous. That's, well, no, that's, that's a, almost like y'all racist uh, towards pen. No, no, that's that's like a that's like a like a psychomaniac. Y'all, like, we are an arts organization. Aesthetics matter. Oh, here's I'm what I'll say. Well, this matters in my, my house too because I'm just gonna away. throw it away. No, here's the thing: <laughs> is if, we, if there's like if there's some like rinky dick pen advertising somebody's business and it's a red and white ugly pen in the sea of big round <laughs> sticks just, and precision <laughs> pens, I'm gonna get rid of. <laughs> Thought of it. But so all I'm trying to say <laughs> is that the pen of my <laughs> choice for the one thing, oh the one God. special pen that I do like is when I'm editing a script and I'm going through and I'm cutting my words or I'm changing words or adding words. Is I like to use a paper mick, a paper paper mate, talk, a paper mate flare pen, which is kind of a felty markery pen. But I'll, they're very thin. They and I it. Okay, listen. I, it has to be purple. Somebody because red some, makes me feel like I'm in trouble. Somebody comes into Cotton Hall. And, and and like has to sign something and they sign it and they leave their pen on the desk and Will's like he becomes a Jay's like you um you left the wrong pen on my desk. <laughs> you wanna know how you're about to get these scars? I'm gonna take the pen, I'm gonna shove it in your mouth, and I'm gonna cut your cheeks open. Just so you Where's know just so you know, Sam's Joker in person feels a lot more like maybe Jim Carrey in uh, Ace Ventura. No, that's more. It's of definitely a Jim Carrey something. It's inspired Maybe by. It's, it's a mixture. It's a mixture of Jim Carrey. I'll tell you what it is. It's a mixture of Jim Carrey, Heath Ledger, and like the guy in that we saw in Jekyll and Hyde. And I'm talking about David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> um, so hey, listen. So if you got a, if you're a business, please put some thought into what kind of pins you're gonna be handing really, out to people. Really, man? Because I'm telling you, man, I'll just go into a business and I'll be signing papers and I'll be like, this pen is whack and you no longer have my business. <laughs> So, like, uh, First State Bank here in Arlington, they got some nice pens. I do like a nice First State Bank pen. Listen, Clinty Agency, we had a lot of Clinty Agency pens floating around in Cotton pens. Hall for a long time. I like them. They've got mm, a nice like weight a to them. Pen. The pen at the First State Bank in Cockwood, the pen, those pens are pretty good. Same ones. Yeah. Yeah, they're nice, man. All right. I think people are done with the pens. Shoot us your pen message. If you got a pen, I actually let yes, us know. Yes, send us a picture of your preferred pen. Your, your preferred yeah, because if we'll it's do, nicer than mine. Ooh. Help me, fi- help me find my pen. Oh, help my pen find me. <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, we're running up on our 20th episode of the Orange Couch Podcast. It's going to be good, guys. And we still have a great episode to come next week. Um, Hopefully. <laughs> every, t- every time we try to plan it, something goes wrong. Um, but um, that's just been getting put off every once in a while because we can't necessarily pin down a good day for it. But It's because Sam has gastrointestinal problems and we have to make <laughs> sure that... Um, we're we not putting his nice uh, um, things colon at risk. Uh, I, I'm offended because I am a little bit lactose intolerant, and I don't appreciate that at all. All right. So, so what I'm saying is, for episode 20, I think we need to do something a little big. Once my pen finds me, I'm going to shove it in your neck, and I'm going to write with your blood. So, um, what I was trying to say um, before I so rudely interrupted is that I think for episode 20, we're going to try to video the podcast. So that you can see the shenanigans that go on like these two idiots throwing pins at each other right now. All right, guys. So 
Send us some topics if you got some good ideas for our 20th episode. And in the meantime, we're going to leave you with these last words. Um, my last words are make sure that you're fully emotionally and mentally prepared when you go to Walmart to p- pick out a pen. Because remember, it's not the, the writer that chooses the pen. It's the pen that chooses the writer. My last words would be um, if you don't have a great image of yourself, it's not the end of the world. Uh, take some time to just do what you want to do and figure it all out, and that'll happen in time. I am going to say this. <laughs> if you are not happy with your body, I want you to think about all the things that it does for you on a day-to-day. Like, it is the vessel that is moving you through this earth. You need to treat it well and, you know, like, try to be good to yourself because, like, this is the body you got. So, appreciate it. That was very nice, Will. Which takes time, but it'll happen. So, uh, guys, that was it. Um, we will see you Bye. next week. See Bye. you guys later. Gobble, gobble.